What up, you guys? Welcome back to Podcast Runway. Uh, to d- today, we're going to talk about Tina's weird-ass fucking decision, uh, doing a dressage him on that dress. I just don't get it, man. What is she thinking? Who knows, Eli? I've been telling you this since episode two. I think Tina is... She needs to get out of here. <laughs> I, dude, I'd vote her ass off and I that think island. Every- <laughs> and I think everyone can agree with me. They need to form an alliance against her. I really don't know how that show works. I don't know if there's any other part. I have zero clue. Everything we just said was very wrong. I'm Probably. Positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No offense to the pod. Fucking that name is so good. <laughs> I can't so, say Project right? Runway. It's so good. Yeah. Pod, just, podcast Runway. The Project Runway podcast. Say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Can. You can't. You can't even say it once. <laughs> I really, I really think that just as a gag, we should we should watch like episode one, season one, of Project Runway, and then actually do a podcast. And then, yeah, it. I think we definitely should. Because <laughs> I have no um, idea who any of the people are. I don't know who. Me I, neither. I, the only thing I know is that Heidi Klum hosts it, and mm-hmm. I don't even know if she still hosts it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, uh, I don't think Heidi Klum is hot. I thank you. Someone finally said it. I completely agree. I just don't. I I mean, she's not ugly by any means, but like, I don't like her voice, which is a, which is a major thing for me. Yeah. She's just, she's just one of those girls that's like classically pretty so much so that she's average. Like if that makes sense, like there's definitely nothing wrong with her, but yeah, she's just, yeah, she's, she's pretty and that's literally it. Yeah, I, I and think that doesn't that, get my goat going. I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think I think true beauty comes from flaws and from uniqueness. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think. That's... Um. Uh, all right. Uh. So. <laughs> yeah, we uh still doing this thing. Episode thirteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Episode thirteen. Here we are. That's where we're at. We've had. So here, here's here's the here's the thing. Uh, me and Mitch haven't talked a lot this week. We haven't really caught up at all. Uh, we've had a lot of heavy episodes. So we actually, at the time of recording this, I've, I made the decision to throw a couple trigger warnings out there uh, onto some of our episodes. Uh, so I think we're going to try and do some softballs, hopefully, for the next few uh, few episodes. Because, uh, yeah, I think it was just getting a little bit too much. I think yeah, we were we asking. Need a, we need a break, and we need we need we owe it to you guys to you know be fun to listen to, and not just you know as as cool as it is to you know have something to say. Like we're you know we're pretty unqualified we're, to talk this, about any of this. Yeah, the, the last thing I want is for this podcast to like take start taking sides. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Episode nine in particular was probably our most controversial episode. Yeah, but uh, I actually heard some pretty good feedback from that. Some people said it was one of their favorites. I've heard both, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. which I think is is good in the sense like I wanted people to have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of those opinions were directed at us. Um, <laughs> True. Um, but, you know, you live and you learn. So I think we have another one that's not out yet that is a little bit racy, but it's a little it's nowhere near as bad. Oh, yeah. Um, but we do talk about more sensitive topics. So I'm hoping to just have some nice, chill, fairly softball questions, maybe get away from current events and politics for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because it, it kind of hit me as I was. So when I when I upload these, I actually do like, you know, listen to them one last time so I can like right. make sure I don't have to cut out anything else. And I so my primary podcast listening time is like in my car on my way to work. So it kind of like made me realize like, uh, you know, on my on my 730 a.m. commute to work is the last time I want to hear, you know, myself. <laughs> <laughs> be kind of buzzed and talking about politics so i've assumed that the listeners would probably feel the same way <laughs> yeah it's real sobering when you're like on your way to work going like uh, i guess i had fun that night <laughs> right right no i think that's exactly it and i do the same thing i listen to them all before they you know go out just to make sure we didn't leave anything crazy in um but yeah i mean you know i think it was all good intention i think we, it caused me to have a conversation with a few people 
which is not a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to tone it down for a little while. Yes, and yes, absolutely. Fi- find more of our niche or more of the things we're qualified to talk about. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. so cool. All right. Well, you want to get in the lightning round? Yes, absolutely. So since we wanted to stay away from the, uh, you know, the, the political stuff, I'll, I'll start off with an easy one. Question one, who did you vote for in 2016? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is Wait. not my question. <laughs> what election was that? 2016. Who was it? Was it Trump and uh, no, Hillary? Yeah, the, the big one. Yeah, Trump and Hillary. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I actually, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I got yeah, to fight more my no, friends about it. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. And my real question is, do you have a favorite like meal to cook? Like when it's your turn to cook dinner, do you like, are you good at something? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I, the only thing that I have ever learned how to make is ramen noodles, but here's the kicker. So, so the answer is no. I could make ramen noodles about five or six different ways. Okay. You know what? You've made me ramen noodles before. Well, actually, nope, you did not. Charlotte did. Right. Yeah. She put an so egg like, in it. That was a classy move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I have about five or six different ways that I make ramen noodles. So I don't just make ramen noodles. I, you know, like I incorporate eggs into them. I incorporate veggies like I could I do one called Asian spaghetti which is like I make this <laughs> weird tomato based sauce but it's not like spaghetti sauce it's like an Asian sauce and then I do that so I mean that's pretty much it and you're right it sounds stupid but basically it's I cook something else and then incorporate that in ramen noodles because that's the only way I food makes sense to me okay no i gotcha no i'm, I'm pretty good at that too like I, I don't really have any like you know crazy awesome recipes but i do like to just take something like kind of like typical like ramen and just like i call it church it up a little bit like uh throw in a little bit of throw in a little bit of zest so i think like the one that i've been making lately that i really really like i literally just boil the water for ramen noodles normally I cut up like a good amount of onion, like a clove of garlic, mm-hmm. and I literally just throw that in with the sauce pack Ooh. and the noodles and just and it's this it's a very enhanced ramen noodle. No, like, that sounds good. Yeah, so I mean there's there's simple things I do, but I mean all you really gotta do is just like make some scrambled eggs, throw a little bit of hot sauce in there. That's a whole different experience. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. And it's a meal. <laughs> it is a meal. You are you are not gonna go hungry that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh question two. You do not have any tattoos, but right. if you did, what would you get? Uh, I would probably get all aboard tattooed on my penis. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, man. The reason I haven't got a tattoo is all my tattoo ideas are really bad. Yeah, okay. The one I want to get, which is why I haven't got it, is I want to get... It's a tattoo somebody else has, but I want to, like, mess with it and make it my own. But the tattoo that is my inspiration is this guy has uh, a handful of eyeballs uh, on his back. It's like his whole back has a hand holding a bunch of eyeballs, and it says around around it, like on top and bottom, it says, like, open up and bleed. <laughs> what is the meaning of that? Dude, I don't think there is one. <laughs> But that is a hard as fuck tattoo. That is so hard. It's hard for the sake of just being hard. Like yeah, there's and, like- that's, <laughs> and that's kind of the one I want to like. I want to get something like that, but I don't know. I don't know how to make it my own. I would like to get open up and bleed on tattooed somewhere on my body. Because that would that's be pretty dope. gnarly. Yeah. Yes, that's that doesn't get any more gnarly than that. I did want to get a Foo Fighter lyric from like. I don't know how it would tattoo appropriately, but I wanted to get it from like the inside of my bicep all the way like down my arm, like on the inside. Uh, but I wanted to get the Foo Fighter lyric, uh, fuck it all. I came from nothing. Oh dude. I love that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be really cool. And I think it would be a cool place to have it on the inside as opposed to the outside. Sure. Um, it, you know, just have it run along the inside, but I don't, I don't really know how that would work tattoo wise, but it'd be pretty cool. So yeah, no, that'd be cool. But this is also why I haven't got tattoos is like I want to get like really gnarly shit that, you know, 
is a little bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say it's a it's a bold move, uh, even tattooing yourself the word fuck, even in the right context. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I really know that I would not regret it, but it's still, it's just like, why? Like, I, and also I'm getting older, so now it just feels like I've missed my opportunity. Right. But you've gotten a few tattoos. You have a few now at this point. Uh, I have two, yeah. Yeah, so you've, you know, and and I think both those tattoos are cool and, you know, I don't I don't think you'll really regret those tattoos ever. Right. Yeah, not no, not really. Yeah, not at all. My point being real quick was I was going to say like at 16 I wanted to get like a New York Jets tattoo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got really into The Walking Dead before it was a TV show and I was going to get The Walking Dead from like my shoulder blade to shoulder blade mm-hmm. of like the font of the comic book. Okay. Uh, then yeah, they yeah. turned it into a show, and I'm super glad I didn't do that. Uh, right, yeah, because then that would have just come off as, like, super basic. Yeah, uh, it would have been a very, yeah, <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't have been cool, but it would have been super cool for, like, if it, you know, nobody would know what it is, and I yeah. could tell them, or it would be, like, super comic book nerd, you know, thing. Uh, I was going to get, like, the blue uh, tortoise shell from Mario Kart uh, at one point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of stuff. I'm glad I did not get. Right. <laughs> I've uh, me and my brother are still thinking about getting one. We 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 might do. We probably will do it at some point. We wanted to get matching brother tattoos, but yeah. like almost tattoos that are like so dumb as it'll make people say like you guys are just stupid. And I think what we wanted to do was um, from the movie. <laughs> The uh, the Ashton Kutcher classic, Dude, Where's My Car? You were we going to do that? We were going to do the Dude is Sweet tattoo. Ooh. He was going to get Dude and I was going to get Sweet. <laughs> we still probably will. So I, I Yeah, I would actually find that pretty fucking hilarious. The right. fact that like you do it for that movie. Um, yeah, in the year 2019, referencing a Sean William Scott movie from like 2001 that nobody remembers. <laughs> no. That would be good. Yeah, right? I think I think you and me need to cash in on our slight popularity, and we need to do a YouTube video, you and me getting a knuckleball tattoo. Yes, dude. That would be so dope. That would be so dope. Let's that do actu- it. Yeah, it actually would be pretty cool. Free advertising. There you go. Maybe Get on the next on episode. <laughs> Stay Fucking tuned, listeners. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but that actually would be cool. I would totally do that. Yeah, so. that'd be cool. Um, question three, and it's not really a question. Tell me a joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying how we were going to be a little bit lighter on a uh, material. Um, I have two favorite jokes. Okay. My, my second favorite joke is if I do something somewhat ballsy or somewhat out of character, I'll look at the person and I'll say, yeah, I used to wrestle in high school, but just until I came. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Which is from, which is from rescue me. It is not my joke. It is from rescue me. All right. All right. But it is, it is probably my favorite thing, especially when people don't know the joke. Right. Yeah. I did not understand that reference, but I love it. (laughs) Um, actually I have a third favorite, which I'll say too. Uh, if I'm trying to like figure out how to do something, I'll just kind of be like, all right, how are we going to fuck this pig? Um, which gets, which can get a chuckle. I was thinking like a knock, knock joke or, (laughs) These aren't jokes, dude. These aren't jokes. These weird are just weird Eli shit, shit you, you say. say. <laughs> uh, but that brings me to my top one, which is a joke. So, um, so, so Mitch, ask me why I don't drink more water. <laughs> Eli, why why don't you drink more water? You probably should. Because fish fuck in it. I never touch the stuff. <laughs> beautiful beautiful so that's that's my favorite joke but i but see that's how humor works for me it's it's less of like a an actual joke with like a punchline and it's more of weird phrases that will get someone to laugh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's that's why i have those just in my back pocket it's really good at parties when you need an icebreaker and sure everybody's standing around and you know they're like well i don't know do you want to do shots or do you want to like <laughs> fucking play a game and that's why i'm just coming like all right how are we gonna fuck this pig 
Uh, wonderful. You know what? My favorite kind of joke for that type of uh, situation is are the anti jokes. Um, right. Like, for example, Eli, what do gay horses eat? What? Hey. No, it's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, those are good. Uh, that that kind of stuff. That yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. all right. So that's that's probably one of my favorite jokes. My other favorite joke is: so, a guy walks into a convenience store and he buys a uh, like a single serving, like a lunchable. He buys like a single twenty ounce bottle of like, Gatorade. Uh, he buys a single serving uh, toothpaste, like single serving dessert, everything all single serving. So he goes up to the front uh, to pay, and the uh, cashier's like, "Oh, you must be single." And he's like, "How could you tell?" And she said, "You're fucking ugly." <laughs> <laughs> good too it's so, it's yep. the uh it's the i think you like misdirection i think yes what that's what it is yes yeah. <laughs> uh so yep that's what you're paying for people <laughs> yeah i like how we had to like sit down and be like wait how do jokes work like you had right. to be like hey man that's not a joke which is no that's not it yeah <laughs> for doing a podcast where we try to make people laugh uh yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. all right so that was it what you got all right um mitch if you could have one guitar in the world, what's like your dream guitar? I, I've thought about this too. Um, in that uh, documentary, It Might Get Loud, Jack White shows off. He's got this like, uh, I think it's like some sort of like 335 or something, this big old hollow body that it's green and he took out and he installed that green bullet microphone into. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he would pull out and sing into. Yeah, he pulls out and sings into it. I want that. That That's amazing because you could do so much cool shit with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would if be I, pretty sick. If I were more like technically inclined, I would figure out how to make one of those. But yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a fun answer. I'm not very flashy. What about you? Uh, no, that's fair. Um, I always really wanted like an old, like I think what would be really fun for me would have like a vintage. My answer has always been having like a Gibson. A vintage Gibson SG. Okay, okay, beautiful. And the reason being is just, I don't think modern SGs are as cool. The Ooh. vintage ones, I think, are, like, very... Like, I think Eric Clapton played one in Cream. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Angus Young of ACDC played an SG. Yeah. So there were the there was these... I think the Stratocaster is, like, way more influent... But to me, every Stratocaster is the same. Right. You know, I don't I see much, that. but those old SGs have like a certain tone and like they just are, they looked like a guitar of the future. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, they were super cool. So mine are apparently pretty music related. So this one goes out to the ladies. Oh, Who's your favorite yeah. female musician? My favorite female musician, Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. Ah, that yes. is a good one. She is beautiful. She shreds. She wails. And my, I, the, my favorite thing about her is this: if if she's this big old, uh, unassuming black woman that if you pass her on the street, you'll be like, she's got something wrong with her. But when, but when she when she plays guitar and sings, you want you want her. <laughs> yeah no i i think that's fair like no she she's incredible she yeah. plays with so much soul and energy mm-hmm. um yeah that's a, that's a really good answer yeah cool i think mine would i have a few but i think the main one would actually be it would either be jillian welch mm, she's good um because she does the same thing but from like a bluegrass perspective right and i think it's i think it's kind of hard to make bluegrass like soulful <laughs> but i think That's she can fair. she That's she puts fair. she puts her heart into it for sure mm-hmm. it would either be her or it would be um florence and the machine florence and the machine that's a good answer i don't actually remember her actual name uh i don't I, either which i should but yes i she's an amazing singer yeah yeah she is yeah she's really interesting and I'm pretty sure that her and her sister write all those songs like I don't think she has a ghostwriter oh, I could, yeah no I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all which is impressive mm-hmm um okay uh <laughs> so that's two I think uh so then Mitch as a child because I know you don't now as a child did you ever play any kind of card game did you play like Pokemon did you play Yu-Gi-Oh Matt, did you play any of that shit at all? 
No, I had Pokemon cards, a few of them. I didn't really understand how to play them. I just like like to have them because that was kind of like the popular thing. Um, so I had a few. I didn't know if there was any of those like kid collectible card games that um, that you played as a kid that I think everyone kind of played. Yeah. Um, but if you if you had some at least, I mean that's what I was getting to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I never played them, but I but I had some. What was your What was your favorite? I I know you played just about all of them, but yeah. As a kid, I think I liked Yu Gi Oh a lot more because Pokemon already existed, and I liked right. Pokemon. I didn't know how to play Pokemon either, but when I got a little bit o- older, Yu Gi Oh came out. Okay. Yeah. 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 For the first time in America when I was a kid, so. I was super into Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. I remember um, my, uh, I think I, I, I borrowed like one of the Pokemon uh, games on game, like Game Boy games from one of my friends one time because he was really into it. So I wanted to play it. And I, uh, so I was playing it and I remember like absolutely hating it because <laughs> I didn't understand like, and, and I think I was at a point where I was too young to like understand like, because the games I was used to playing were like Tetris or like Mario (laughs) where like there's very here's very clearly here's your goal you don't have to read anything you don't you know exactly what to do and where Pokemon I just got frustrated because I was like wait I have to go fucking talk to this guy and then do what like this is not a game I just don't I don't want to talk to people all day like (laughs) I want to jump over the ducks I want to jump over the callback. That is that. I'm little turtles, little turtle ducks. Episode one, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So yeah, Pokemon is basically everybody's first foray into an RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you if you weren't cutting it with Pokemon, then yeah, you were never gonna play anything much more than that yeah no not really which makes sense but okay i was just curious i was hoping you were just gonna be like dude i fucking i was a pokemon master i had three holographic charizards like but i should have i should <laughs> not, not even expected. close it's not even close <laughs> it's like you don't even know me <laughs> right all right all right well that was the lightning round so let's move on to the favorite segment what you drinking? All right. So I realized I was drinking a little too many IPAs. I decided to come into episode 13 hot with a, a beer that could go either way. It's by a uh, brewery called Burnham Brewing in Michigan City, Indiana. And the beer is called Creamed Corn. Shoo. <laughs> and here's the, the can looks pretty cool. Um, so <laughs> let me... Uh, Let me read this to you. A wise crow once said, there's more than corn in Indiana. Already off the bat, if you're not from Indiana, you don't understand. That is a reference to Indiana Beach, (laughs) which is the shittiest amusement park probably ever so oh, really? their their motto was like they they have like maybe three roller coasters i loved it as a kid because it was shitty and i was dumb but uh but they they have a mascot who's a crow and their crow is there's more than corn in indiana because uh. it's indiana beach so anyway <laughs> they're right off the bat the you lost me a wise crow once said there's more than corn in indiana in the great indiana craft beer industry we know that is a fact with every bad of creamed corn we make a hefty batch of real creamed corn and infuse with the mash during the brewing process this leaves the beer with hints of sweetness from the corn and a silky smooth finish creamed corn is a true indiana beer and a tribute to the great crafts our state has to offer interesting so uh yeah i've got this uh, rum and coke on deck for when this goes terribly wrong yeah that's probably a good idea well while yeah. you get that poured out i'll uh, i'll do mine here so i'm drinking another great lakes today okay good stuff yeah i am drinking the great lakes cloud cutter and it is a hoppy wheat ale uh so this one says zesty sunny hop aromas zip across friendly lightly filtered wheat skies and our high flying tribute to historic cleveland air races Hmm. So I didn't know that that was a thing that happened. Yeah, they referenced some really cool historic shit. Yeah, apparently Ohio, <laughs> Ohio is interesting. I mean, who would have guessed it? Um, all right, take a swig of that cream corn and let's uh, let's see what's going on with that because I'm very curious. 
because I don't like cream corn. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm indifferent about cream corn. It's fine. I don't want it in my beer. It definitely smells like corn. It's got kind of a, yeah. It, yeah. you know, the taste is the taste isn't too bad. The taste is kind of subtle. It's, it's not it's not too bad at all actually. I mean, does it taste like cream corn though? No, not really. It tastes like a well, it's a it's a cream ale, so oh. you can you can you can definitely it smells like corn, but it definitely doesn't taste like it. So that's I got fair. really lucky. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I just expected it to be like super yellowy and like, but no, it's, yeah, it's just looks it's like not normal that beer. yellowy. It's just yeah, it's a it's a typical cream ale, but yeah, it's not it's not too bad. Okay. Okay. I'm pleasantly surprised. The smell is the only thing throwing me off. <laughs> mm. Mm. And like I said, I mean, I like corn. I just don't like cream corn because I don't like the consistency. So the taste doesn't matter. Right. With right. Cream corn. It's just the <laughs> consistency I'm not into. Well, yeah. the okay. uh, the cloud cutter. So I'm going to show the color to Mitch, even though you guys can't see it. You kind of can't. Mm. There. That's a little bit. So okay. That's good. That's that's something that I would drink. It's it's actually piss yellow on my side. Oh, okay. So you can't really tell, but that's how clear yeah. it is, but it's like piss yellow. Yeah, and, okay. Um, it, it is surprisingly hoppy. I mean, it says hoppy really? wheat ale. But it's a wheat I ale, okay. Yeah, I didn't think a beer this clear could be so goddamn hoppy. Mm-hmm. This is super yeah. hoppy. So, But it's not bad. Great Lakes, once again. Psst, sounds only, like I would love it. I've only had one bad beer from Great Lakes. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, it was the one they fucking put oysters in. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember them. Oh, okay. So that that was our uh, drinking segment. We uh, I really thought that that cream corn beer would have a lot more to offer. You know, I yeah, I'm kind of bummed about it too. I, I was really hoping to hate it, but surprisingly, yeah, I, don't. Because you haven't disliked a beer since we've done this. You're exactly Thir- right. Thirteen episodes, thirteen beers, and then all I, winners. All good. You liked them all. And then I fucking drink a beer with oysters in it. I drink every... I mean, I haven't liked half of these fucking beers. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I just... Uh, maybe I just like all beers. I'm, I'm not picky at all. I'll drink... What's your, what's your favorite shitty beer, by the way? Uh... I was going to say Yingling, but I don't like to include that because I don't think that's really a shitty beer. I think yeah, the lowest... Yeah, but it's the same price point as the shitty beers, so I would count that. Like, Yeah, I, I really think below that, my favorite one is Budweiser. Budweiser? Okay. Yeah, because when I really want to like save a couple cents and uh just have a bunch of beer to drink i'm i've been down with budweiser lately yeah okay now cool. a step below that my favorite 40 ounce is mickey's and mickey's i've never had a mickey's you ever see a mickey's out in a gas station pick that up because i'm <laughs> telling you it does not taste bad it honestly just yeah, okay it is just beer Side note, I also, here's a little shout out to my, my buddy Pistol. I also was on his podcast not too long ago uh, called the Redshift Podcast. Shout that out. Pistol, you owe us money. And uh, <laughs> we, did a, we did a beer review where we, uh, we tried, I think we had like, like probably 13, 14 of just like with random crappy beers. We picked them out and we did a, a blind beer taste test to figure out if we could, first of all, if, if we could tell the difference between the shitty beers and secondly, which one of the shitty beers was the best. Right. And we all did very terribly. Um, right. You, turns out you can't really tell the difference between Bud Light and Miller Light if you're just, you know, going in blind. And secondly, the, I was mostly surprised by the fact that we all voted that the best beer of the shitty beers is Milwaukee's Best. No way. Yep. If you see a Milwaukee's Best, pick it up because in a blind taste test between six random dudes in Indiana, it won. <laughs> wow. That yep. actually <laughs> makes me want to try that. Yep, right. Um, because I've never, because I had a really bad experience with Milwaukee's Best. I actually, like, I was having a stomach problem, and I tried to drink a bunch of it, and I got super sick, hmm. and I just never touched it again. Uh, but that makes me a little bit curious. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. It, it made me kind of, uh, you know, have have second thoughts about, like, because I've always been kind of, like, my, my family has always been, like, a Miller Lite or get the fuck out. So I was always like, oh, Miller Lite obviously tastes better than all the other beers. Um, 
and same with PBR because I'm a hipster. But then after the results uh, of that came in, I, it started to open me up to like a whole new world of, uh, you know, other shitty beers out there. So, <laughs> all right. Um, well, that was uh, what we're drinking on, giving it a shot. So we'll hop into the the meat of this here meal. The corn. The corn, if you will. If you will. <laughs> the cream corn. <laughs> the, cre- the creamiest of corns. Um, so, Mitch, what do you think about Harry Potter? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to know? <laughs> All right. Um, I like Harry Potter. Okay. I, uh, no, I, I like the movies. Uh, I... I wish I would have like read the books. I I started like I, I've told you this so many times on the podcast. I feel like so, every time we talk about it, I feel so stupid because I just like didn't read in high school, and to this day, I still don't read very much. Right. But like I <laughs> I I did actually. I think I did get through the first book. I read the first book when it like first came out. I was probably in like fifth grade or something like that, and it was pretty good. And then my like, I think my mom got me like the second book, and I started reading that one, and it was pretty pretty long so I gave up and then I never really thought about Harry Potter again until the movies <laughs> came out and uh and then I've, I've I've seen all the movies now and they're pretty good so I'm a, I'm a fan all right I'm, I'm gonna hit you with a follow-up question if you had to pick what house you would be in what do you think it would be do you first off do you remember the the Hogwarts houses yeah so I remember them I don't I don't specifically remember like what the deal was with like so Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw like what are their deals again like they're they always didn't they never stood out right so like I think like Hufflepuffs tend to be pretty like resourceful they're good at finding things they like food and camaraderie and friendship Ravenclaws are a little bit more like cunning and they're not really conniving but they're but they're pretty like able to kind of get what they want out of people I think like I'm not well versed in that aspect of them hmm. okay. um, but it's kind of like an in-between whereas like Gryffindor has a has a certain kind of thing and Slytherin have another thing it's like Hufflepuffs are a little bit like Gryffindors and Ravenclaws are a little bit more like Slytherins Here's what I'm getting at. So what we're going to do is we're going to answer that question. We are going to figure out what your Hogwarts house is today. All right. I'm so excited. So basically what we're going to do. So there is a website. It is called Pottermore. It is a website that J.K. Rowling made, and it is written by her. She managed the shit. I mean, she's probably not managing it now because she doesn't have to. (laughs) But she put her lore and her writing into this. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is the most official test to figure out what Hogwarts house you are. What kind of, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So there's, there's other ones. There's, you could discover your Patronus. You can figure out what wand you'll have. So I discovered my Patronus when I was 13 around the same time I figured out how to lock a bathroom door. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Always came out the same way. (laughs) I was very tender. (laughs) Um, so mom turn off the podcast (laughs) yeah mom quit listening mom um so so essentially uh i have done this before and i was a gryffindor and i actually Mm -hmm. took it twice and i got gryffindor both times Hmm, okay so i am a gryffindor um so i was gonna have like both of us do it again to test it to see like if it was gonna give me gryffindor again and see what you get but i figured that wouldn't be as fun as me just reading this to you Okay. But do I mean do you have a guess at all? Uh yeah, no, I think uh based on what you just described, I would say I'm probably more of a Hufflepuff than anything. Pretty easygoing. I definitely wouldn't consider myself conniving. Uh you know, likes to have fun. Um I'm definitely not heroic like Gryffindor. I'm definitely not uh you know, basically evil like Slytherin. So Well, um, so, so, Slytherins aren't evil. Well, all right so i would say but going in blind i'd probably say i'm a hufflepuff that was my guess what that was your guess okay yeah so the only thing you have to do is you have to you have to answer them honestly so don't try to get hufflepuff you just okay no i'll answer them honestly let's uh let's figure out a fuck this pig or whatever you said (laughs) (laughs) okay so first question forest or river what the fuck does that mean dude forest or river uh river 
If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? So there, there's quite a few. There is a tabby cat, a Siamese cat, a ginger cat, a black cat, a white cat. <laughs> skip, the, <laughs> skip the cats. No cats. <laughs> a tawny owl, a screech owl, a brown owl. <laughs> A snowy owl. <laughs> We're a, just naming all the different owls. A barn owl. <laughs> a common toad. A natterjack toad. A dragon toad. Holy shit. A harlequin toad. A three toad tree toad. Six hours late. <laughs> right. So basically, it's it's cat toad Owl. Cat, toad, or owl. Right on. Okay. Um, in that case, I would say uh, probably one of the owls species because I'm not a big cat person and I'm also not a big toad person. I don't think I like them. That's fair. Uh, do you want a barn owl, a snowy owl? Barn Barn sounds good. Barn? Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Four boxes are placed before you. Which would you try to open? Okay. So there's four boxes. I'm going to figure out which one you're going to open. The small tortoise shell box embellished with gold inside which some small creatures seem to be squeaking. The gleaming jet black box with a silver lock and key marked with a mysterious rune that you know to be the mark of Merlin. The ornate golden casket standing on clawed feet whose inscription warns that both secret knowledge and unbearable temptation lie within. Or the small pewter box, unassuming and plain, with a scratch message upon it that reads, I open only for the worthy. Ooh, okay. I, I think I would probably have to say the second one, the black one with the silver. Jet, you say that one again? Yeah, jet black box yeah. with silver lock and key marked with a mysterious rune that you know to be the Mark of Merlin. Mark of Merlin, yes. That, that sounds like me. All right. <laughs> Which would you rather be? Envied? Imitated? Trusted? Praised, liked, feared. That's it. Trick question. I want to be. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Okay, so I. Th- <laughs> no, that was a quote from The Office. Oh, okay. Because I think that would actually be envied a little, kind of. <laughs> you, I think you're right. Actually, uh, I would say trusted. Trusted. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, selfish. That's it. So that one has less. Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, selfish. I would say selfish. I don't know, man. I think we've answered these pretty similarly. Okay, okay. Hmm. I'm curious. (laughs) That might be a Gryffindor. Who knows? All right, we got six of these. If you could have any power, which would you choose? The power to read minds? The power of invisibility? The power of superhuman strength? The power to speak to animals? The power to change the past? Or the power to change your appearance at will? Which would be pretty handy, I think, for... Who doesn't choose the power to change the past? Really? That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Why do you why do you think that why is that one so important to you? No, I mean because you can change anything in that has hap- ever happened in your life. The ability to basically go back in time. Like that's what everyone wants like to, you know, change. I mean, you could have you could prevent the Holocaust. <laughs> i don't know all right well i feel like a dick for choosing what i picked <laughs> what um, did you pick i don't remember i think it was either invisibility <laughs> or strength i think uh, okay okay um late at night walking alone down the street you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source do you proceed with caution keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an eye out for any disturbance Do you draw your wand and try to discover the source of this noise? (laughs) Draw your wand and stand your ground? Or withdrawn to the shadows to await developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defense and offense spells should trouble occur? 
I would definitely grab my piece okay, and then keep on going hang on just in case shit goes down. Right. You're like, I'm not looking for trouble, but I'm ready for trouble. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you get it. All you right, get it. All right. Heads or tails? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tails. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious because the Forester River one, I'm kind of like, okay. And then they kind of went all deep and they kind of are asking you like fairly intricate questions. <laughs> right. like, heads or tails? Right? Like, wait, is that a real one? Heads or tails? Yeah, though no, that was the that, that was, was the a real question. I thought you were just messing with me. All right. Uh, Why well, pick tails? Okay. And, and Mitch, you are Hufflepuff. No shit, you got Hufflepuff. Yes, I win. <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> I am the winner. No, that's awesome. So does it have a like a little uh, you know what what that means? Oh about yeah, me? yeah yeah yeah. Let's hit let's hit more about my house. Let's go to that. That's funny. I really thought you were gonna be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> okay, so. You probably know that some of Hufflepuff's most renowned members include Nymphadora Tonks and Cedric Diggory. Of course. Ooh. So that's interesting. But did you know that Hufflepuff's house ghost, the Fat Friar, still resents the fact he was never made a cardinal, or that Hufflepuff has produced the fewest dark wizards of any house? So actually, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. So your house has produced the fewest dark wizards. So Hufflepuffs value hard work, patience, loyalty, and fair play. The house has produced its share of great wizards, not at, not least Newt Scamander, author of <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Hmm. So he was a Hufflepuff, so that's interesting. Right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Then it kind of just like keeps going into like... Like you could like read about the common room, but I don't think we really need to do that. That's going yeah. pretty deep. But yeah, like so so new uh, Scamander, who the, basically is the whole new franchise, uh, is based off that Cedric Diggory, uh, who stood up to Voldemort, uh, died, uh, but stood up to him, um, which is cool. So yeah, <laughs> so you are. A Hufflepuff, Mitch. That that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make my wife take this test and if uh, see what she gets. And if uh, if she doesn't get the same answer, then who cares? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing fuck, happens cause because it's, a, it's, all it's fake. a fantasy world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I've never felt like more of a nerd, but I'm I'm intrigued. I'm happy. I'm happy with my my uh my results right well that's kind of why i want to do it i was just like you know we haven't done anything like this and i was like well i just thought it'd be fun right I, right, right i remembered the questions having a little bit more to them but we got to talk about it a little bit like your change the past thing was pretty poignant if i don't get my letter in the mail i'm going to be pretty pissed <laughs> yeah if i don't actually get a wand uh i'm not <laughs> going to be happy about this uh yeah so in light of like some of our more recent episodes uh kind of felt like it would just be fun to uh do something fun like that so i'm glad we did it so surprisingly all my friends that i know and that i've taken this i've never met a ravenclaw really i have never met a ravenclaw all my friends are either hmm. gryffindor hufflepuff or slytherin hmm what do you think uh what do you think it would take to be a ravenclaw i bet you know people that would fit the bill but just haven't taken this test because the thing about slytherins is like like you mentioned them being evil and it's like slytherins aren't really evil but slytherins are a little bit more ruthless like they'll take they'll do what they got selfish yeah they'll get they'll do what they got to do to get the job done a lot of pillage and a lot of plunder and (laughs) (laughs) can you plunder without pillaging uh yes but you can't pillage without (laughs) plundering so that's oh, the, okay. that's the thing. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, Ravenclaw's prize wit, learning, and wisdom. It's an ethos etched into founder uh, Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem. Wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure. Nerds. So they so- seem sounds like a bunch of squares. <laughs> so they're they're about like you know learning and. And being quick-witted and, and uh, actually being smart. So they kind of seem like the bookworms, surprisingly, of of the world. So, like, yeah, like Luna Lovegood is a Ravenclaw. Of course she is. Right. And then um, <laughs> the um, 
uh, Sybil uh, Trelawney or Tre- I forget how to say her name. She's like the soothsayer where she like reads the tea leaves in the movies. <laughs> Uh, and she's got yeah, those yeah, big okay, glasses. Okay. She's yeah, a Ravenclaw, yeah. which I didn't know. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, so apparently that's that's kind of who Ravenclaws are. So that's kind of interesting. So I think they're individuals. Yeah. I think they're very okay. unique people. I wonder what the... Um the if you break down the population into i wonder like how much of the population is you know which house like that's could it'd be kind of interesting to know yeah that would actually be really interesting and i think what would be even you don't have that answer no you didn't do proper research i just no fuck no that's a really good Damn question <laughs> i wonder if i could like tr- attempt to look it up Oh, okay. Here we go. Well, okay. I found something by Time Magazine. It says, we sorted half a million American Americans into Harry Potter houses. Here's what we discovered. So, percentage of Americans by house. So, actually, Ravenclaw was about 45% at the highest. Really? Which is surprising. That's shocking. Because I haven't met a Ravenclaw. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know a whole lot of people that would fit that description, so... Yeah, yeah. So then Hufflepuff is the second highest at 30%. Hmm. So you're 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 in the second highest house of America, okay. apparently. Uh, Gryffindor, uh, third highest at 15%, maybe more like 18%. Uh, and then Slytherins are, I think, like, almost under 5%. Hmm. I wonder if that is real or if that's someone trying to, like, not answer like a Slytherin. <laughs> well, that's kind of the question, right? Like, because if you take it, like, it, I think it even says a thing, like, answer honestly, because that's how we, you know, you know, you want to get your true mm-hmm. house, so. Right, right. Um, also, they're, they have a graph for genders, and that's pretty much 50-50. Okay. Women mm-hmm. tend to be Hufflepuff, Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws more so than Gryffindor and Slytherin. Okay, okay. So that's the trend. Men tend to be Gryffindors or Slytherins. Um, All right, Mitch. Well, that was pretty much all I had. I just wanted to take a a personality test and see where you landed. No, that was awesome. I loved it. I loved a little personality test. All right, so uh, I guess I'm moving on into Eli. What you cranking? I have been listening to uh, Billie Eilish. Dude, I actually saw you uh, listening to Billie Eilish on Spotify this week. So what? Uh, what's the deal? Tell me about her. So Billie Eilish is really cool. She's young. I don't even know. I ba- I really don't know anything about her. I think she's like 15 yeah. or 16. Like, she's super mm-hmm. young. Yeah. Um, But I have a friend who w- works with kids, and, you know, he says how all these kids, like, fucking love Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. apparently she's been really popular, and I had no idea who she was. So I finally was like, "Well, I'll listen to one of her tracks," yeah. and it honestly kind of fucking blew me away. It is yeah. not yeah. what I expected. It's like it's like hard pop music. It's like pop mm-hmm. music, but with a pretty heavy level of like swagger to it. Yeah, yeah. People have said, and I people have said that she's kind of like the Kurt Cobain of like teen pop nowadays whereas i could see it yeah she's like kind of like hard yeah like you said hard-hitting lyrics and like it's like okay okay i see you little girl all right but i i first discovered her because she was on an episode of the hot ones and i was like okay so i've so yeah i watched that episode and i was like okay i could see uh she could be kind of cool so i i I listened to that episode or i listened to her album because of seeing her on the hot ones and i was kind of pleasantly surprised um my favorite song off that album was the one where she uh uh sampled the office (laughs) oh i didn't know she did that yeah, one of her songs, I think it's like something about like my obsession or something. Mm-hmm. She she sampled basically the whole song is just her stealing samples from the uh, Threat Level Midnight episode of The Office. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so just, yeah, absolutely check that out. It's phenomenal. Well, I was kind of talking to somebody about work about about her, and I, and I think it summed it up well. Like, you remember when Lord came out, right? Mm-hmm, and she came mm-hmm. out with Royal. So I think Lord had an opportunity to be that for people around that age and whether it be like uh you know she didn't have the songs she didn't have the songwriters she didn't have the marketing she kind of fell off Mm. a little bit yeah a little bit yeah but i also think that lord had a more like kind of like relatableness to her 
She didn't have an edge. She had no edge at all. Yeah. I remember. She was cool, and we all kind of liked her. She did not have an edge. Billie Eilish has that video with tarantulas, and she fucking like has one in her mouth, and it walks its ass out of her mouth, <laughs> and she did it. And I'm pretty That's sure... Edgy. That's edgy. They probably did the shit in one take, because she is harder yeah. than I She's am. She's hard, yep, yep. Yeah, no, she, uh, even on the, the hot ones, she took it like a champ. I wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think it's cool to see, like, a woman play kind of a, kind of a bad guy. Kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Kind, kind of like a more edgy, like, she isn't being apologetic about, like, her lyrics, and she seems to really be herself, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think she... Yeah, I, I dig that. I dig I dig a female and especially a, like a young woman kind of coming out and being like a voice and just being like, you don't really have to be cute or cuddly to one, be a female musician and two, just to be a woman. Like you don't have yeah, to, yeah. you can have some edge and some grit to you. And I think that's pretty, yeah. you know, I think that's a cool thing. Like I respect that. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's, she's, yeah, it's cool. I was, I was, like you said, I was pleasantly surprised, been into her, yeah. but it made me want to go back and listen to other like female singers I really like. And, mm-hmm. uh, that- no, that's a, yeah, that was a good topic. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I also realized like I need to listen to more female singers. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, they're badass. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of like, uh, I just forget about a lot of those bands and those artists that I really like. And actually, it's kind of funny you brought up Alabama Shakes earlier because I just listened to their first album the other day. Uh, yeah, dude, it's so good. And that is a solid fucking album. That is a mm-hmm. really, really good album. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, their their later albums or their second album was fucking crazy they went in like a whole new direction so oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah I've, i have I, I don't even think have they done a, i don't think they've done a third album i don't think so i think it was only kind of a two. bummer yeah yeah so i'm waiting they really need to yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i think um, i think sometimes it could just go overlooked you know yeah, yeah, yeah i think it goes overlooked when a when a female artist makes an impact and i think like billy eilish for example is making an impact Mm-hmm. maybe meet people are more hip to it i don't really know most of the people i know don't know her right but i feel yeah. like you know yeah. she's making a pretty big impact but mm-hmm. what have you been cranking mitch i have been cranking uh the exact opposite all right so this is <laughs> this is one of those rare moments where you said something cool and uh you know impactful whereas i'm gonna say like the dumbest whitest thing i haven't been listening to a whole lot of like new cool music lately i've just been going back to um uh i got a i got a playlist i've been working on on spotify (laughs) called yacht rock oh boy (laughs) have you heard yeah do you know what yacht rock is isn't it pretty much like dad rock like isn't it just like really <laughs> groovy like shit from like the late 70s and early Kinda, 80s yeah yeah basically like, like any money like soft rock of the 70s yeah kind of like um well hollow notes uh which i right, love right. billy joel right uh, right so that that kind of stuff uh uh yeah toto even a little bit <laughs> right oh steely dan steely dan steely dan <laughs> so yeah. basically my uh so the idea of yacht rock is uh yeah classic classic soft rock from the 70s michael mcdonald the stuff you can listen to while you're on a boat right. <laughs> just just sailing you know you know fishing doing whatever being rich so, and white exactly right so uh no i I've, I've been listening to a lot of that i made a playlist that i'm like in love with right now and it's all just like 70s and 80s soft rock and it's so lame to say out loud but that that's probably one of my guilty pleasures right now i'm really digging it well here's one thing i'll say about that kind of music that music is not bad it's not and the reason being is all those people wrote their own music true and that is commendable like Billy Joel wrote Piano Man. Now watch, somebody's going to get on fucking Google and it's yeah, a ghostwriter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, actually... <laughs> well, like, I mean, there's certain people that are famous for not... Like, Elton John, for example. Like, I think that he wrote the music, but then his, his like, friend-slash-lover wrote the music yeah, or something. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah. So, you know, like, some people are performers, but, like, you know, Steely Dan, I know, wrote all their own music, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Eddie Money did, and, uh, you know, it's just... But that that music, it, it's not bad music. 
It is, however, it, it's it's music that I can't listen to for hours on end. <laughs> right. I've been listening to it for hours on end. And you know what I think it is, too? Because it's starting to be, we're a little d- dating this episode a little bit. It's starting to get a little warmer out. And right. this is actually, like, there are, for me, there are, like, memories attached to this where, like, so Eric is, like family has a boat and we will literally go listen to this kind of music on a boat so it's not just like this made up like fucking like if i had a boat this is what i do it's actually like attached to like oh in the summer i like to listen to this because that reminds me of like you know when we that time we like you know got day drunk at on a sunday afternoon and just like went fishing and because right. like that's real that actually happens <laughs> right so, right. so i don't know it just remind like it getting you know now that it's getting warmer it reminded me of uh, you know fun you know much better times in the summer <laughs> well no and i think that's great like that's that's the cool part about music music doesn't have to be so fucking serious all the time right you know? exactly like if you're if you like you said you're hanging out on a lake with your with your family and drinking a few beers are you really gonna put on the wall and listen to it from <laughs> right. front to back no exactly <laughs> Yeah, no, I, t- I, and I think that's cool. I think, like, because some of my favorite bands and some of the, my favorite artists that are fairly impactful for me is kind of that kind of music. Like, Tom Petty is one. Like, that's mm-hmm. just, like, solid classic rock that, you know, maybe people more around our age or even a little bit younger would kind of not really be into. But I love, like, Tom Petty and Jackson Brown and, oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know, a lot of those artists. So uh, it's, you know... I I don't know, man. Like I have friends that are are musical geniuses, really cool and awesome people, but they don't fucking listen to that kind of music at all. They think it's like, they think it's shitty dad rock, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, I mean, maybe it is a little bit, man. But like, Billy Joel's kind of Billy Joel for a reason, man. Billy Joel, exactly, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> piano man, you can't like. <laughs> he wrote one of the biggest <laughs> fucking songs ever. <laughs> right? exactly everyone knows that song (laughs) i think you have to be fairly impressed by that stature of a songwriter yeah i don't know that's the way i look at it music doesn't have to be so fucking depressing yeah you're definitely right and so so hipster as i've been making these uh, sections of the podcast so that's why i really decided to just fucking lean into it and be like y'all ever heard of uh, elton john (laughs) (laughs) i've been listening to uh this uh cool new band uh <laughs> called the almond brothers band <laughs> and they might be brothers i don't actually know i don't i don't know but they're gonna be huge i'll tell you what <laughs> you know what i think the whitest band i think if you would have said like you know you know i've been listening i've been listening to the alan parsons project that would be a, the fucking whitest <laughs> that, would, one. that would be that would be right <laughs> i would have gave you some shit on that <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, I was, uh, I was, for some reason I was, uh, I, I was on YouTube the other day and I pulled up like one of the, some Beatles video. And so the top comment was like, these guys are going to be huge. <laughs> <And> I, just <laughs> think, <laughs> I just think that's so funny. That is good. That is funny. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, first folks. First folks, folks, folks first. <laughs> folks, you, folks first. Uh, you heard it here, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all right. Well, I think we should uh, reel this boat back in. <laughs> pun oh, pun I see. hella intended. Yeah, let's, uh, reel this yacht back into port there, yeah, sir. Let's uh let's uh pull up the anchor. Nautical jokes. Alright, anyways. Uh, Alright, well that was a fun episode. I will say at the at the end of this episode, I feel good. I don't feel like we have to go back and edit us saying dumb shit out of it. So that's Yeah, no, that puts some wind in my sails for sure. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh man, just throw throw me a throw me a lifesaver, all right? <laughs> I'm drowning here. I need a life raft. <laughs> oh man, I, I was actually yeah. we kept that going for a minute. I'm actually. <laughs> oh, we, we really did, didn't we? Yeah, no, we. Uh, all right, well, uh, yeah. let's not flounder. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm out. I don't have any more. No. no. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. In and out. Lucky number 13. Yes, lucky number 13. Thank you guys for listening. It means a lot. Uh, check out the Facebook Knuckleball Studios. Check out the playlist, What You Crankin'. All your uh, Yacht Rock needs are on there. 
Yep, absolutely, abso-freaking-lutely. <laughs> and uh, any any last thoughts? Any any more quotes? <laughs> okay, I got I got one. You ready? You right. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.